Welcome back to Power Rankings. I could not post this yesterday. I could not do it yesterday because Anchor was down for like, I think it was like 13 hours yesterday. So, so it is Thanksgiving morning. It is 11.09 a.m. And uh, I have the Power Rankings in front of me. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Number 32, I still have the New York Jets. They are now 0-10. And if they keep losing, they are going to stay here. This is a given. Number 31, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jake Luton threw four interceptions last week. They had more interceptions than they had points. So um, they will stay here, and they are now starting Mike Glennon. So I do not expect this to get any better. At number 30, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, sadly, with uh, Joe Burrow out, I do not see them being competitive whatsoever. I don't know who Brandon Allen is. I think he started for the Broncos like sometime last year or two years ago. That could just be completely wrong. So I really don't know. But yeah, now they're starting a guy named Brandon Allen, who sounds like an NPC. So yeah, they they are at number 30 because I don't see this team being competitive at all. At number 29, I have the Detroit Lions. Maybe I'm, I don't want to say panicking because they're still like a 3-1 team, but they got shut out. They deserve to fall very far because they got shut out versus P.J. Walker. No disrespect to P.J. Walker, but dude was in the XFL last season. I do get that Galladay, uh, Swift, and uh, Danny Amendola were all hurt, but to be shut out by just an okay defense is utterly embarrassing, and they deserve to fall here. At number 28, I do have the Washington football team. They, I mean, there is nothing new about this team. They continue to be the same team, and they don't surprise me. They have a phenomenal defense. They have a great pass defense, especially, but then their offense, they can't really figure out the quarterback. And then their skill position players are not very good. At 27, I do have the Atlanta Falcons. They were beat by Taysom Hill, but the worst part was nine points. And that's not disrespect to Taysom Hill. We will talk about him later. The offense is supposed to be the good part of the team, but they scored nine points. I get they don't have a good defense, but but then when you're loaded with all these weapons, you get Calvin Ridley back. Nine points is horrendous. At number 26, I have the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, the Cowboys won. The offense looked good, but I must say that Minnesota does have a bad defense, so I'm not going to hold it very highly. This game today versus a great pass defense is going to make or break this Dallas team. I'm pretty excited to watch this Cowboys versus Washington game because this could very well be a playoff team. At number 25, I have the Houston Texans. Sean Watson did look dominant versus New England. And I must say, I'm glad to see him do it. But, you know, overall, this team is just it it might be the biggest mess in the NFL with an interim head coach. They have no first or second round pick and they have the highest payroll, but they still have their quarterback and that quarterback can make plays and he can have big games. At number 24, I do have the Philadelphia Eagles. They lost, and most of the blame can be put on Carson Wentz. I'm not saying all of it because there are a lot of aspects to a football game, but his but his his but his turnover problem is the biggest issue on this team at the most important position on this team. So yeah, like the defense was not bad at all versus Cleveland. Their defense is not bad. 
But, you know, eventually Nick Chubb broke through and had a few big runs. The Eagles offense needs help. At number 23, we have the fourth and final team from the NFC East, that is the New York Giants. They have hit, they have a great rush defense, but the offense continues to be inconsistent. As much as I'm rooting for Daniel Jones, I do think they have the best chance to pull this division out. I cannot say I'm bought in on Daniel Jones yet. At 22, I have the San Francisco 49ers. They are injury riddled, but I think they are slightly better than all of the bad teams. This week against the Rams, I view as potential <laughs> as a loss, but but how how they lose will show a lot, especially on the offensive side, playing such a great defense. At number 21, I have the Denver Broncos. The defense, primarily the pass rush, showed up big versus Miami, getting six sacks on Tua. The offense just needs to be consistent, especially Drew Locke. Please no more interceptions. I'm rooting for Drew Locke. How he finished the season last season was so, was so great and so promising just for this season to be as rough as it's been. I get the injuries have hit the Broncos hard. They really have. But come on, Drew Locke, you got to step it up. At number 20, I have the New England Patriots. New England is a curious case because if the players play up to the scheme, they can be a very, very good team. But when they don't play up to the scheme, they lose to teams like Houston. But when they play up to the scheme, we we see them be very competitive with a team like Kansas City. And then we... And then we see them beat a team like Baltimore. Cam did throw for 365 yards versus the Texans. So, so I will give credit where credit is due there. But what if the lack of rushing is the reason why they lost? Probably not. But, but it was good for Cam to show that he can still throw the ball very efficiently and still get a lot of yards. At number 19, I have the Los Angeles Chargers. They have the best, they are the best 3-17 I've seen in a very long time. I like this team a lot, but they need so much help across the board. They have the pieces. They just they're just they are just few and far between. I am sipping the Justin Herbert Kool-Aid big time. At number 18, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins had a good game versus Dallas, but Dallas's defense is also terrible. The Vikings have a bad defense, but they were just onto a three-game winning streak and beat Green Bay and Chicago. I'm not going to forget that quite yet. That is not nothing. That is definitely something. At number 17, I have the Carolina Panthers. They they shut out they shut out an NFL team with a backup quarterback that's something that's something really good <laughs> like like listen I'm not saying the Panthers are like a great team or anything but I think they're the best of the okay teams if if that makes sense at number 16 I have the Bears they are ninth in total defense and sixth in scoring defense the offense is horrendously bad I'm pretty sure they're starting Mitchell Trubisky now yeah, yeah, no, that's a thing. That's a thing. That will be talked about later today on Newsline Thursday. Because after, um, because it, because right after I finish this, I'm gonna post it. 
hopefully get this out by 11:45, and i'm just gonna jump right into newsline thursday i'm gonna jump right into it so yep that that's how that's working hopefully i'll have that out by twice by uh 12 because i know that's when the games start hopefully i wouldn't bet on it but hopefully i'm probably gonna improv most of that at number 15 moving on to the top half of the list i have the cleveland browns The defense has been playing very well here recently, not allowing 20 points during the last three weeks. And then the rush attack keeps it up with Nick Chubb coming back. Him and Hunt are the best running back duo in the league, and this team wins off of dogfights, but when they play great teams, they get blown out. So so this team is below all the very, very good teams. I think that the Browns have the potential to be very, very good, but they're simply not there. At number 14, I have the Miami Dolphins. I have the Miami Dolphins. We saw the offense have a bad game, and I honestly did start to panic a bit. Obviously, I don't expect them to to keep that up, but we saw cracks in the armor. I love this defense. I'm loving the job that that Brian Flores is doing but 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 youth and inexperience does get them at times and we saw that versus the Broncos we we saw their offense all the youth put the inexperience yeah that I mean that caught up to them I do think they will bounce back though at number 13 I have the Las Vegas Raiders they look great they looked really really good on Sunday Night Football um, but they lost. Their offense is top seven in the league, and they are very well coached by John Gruden, but the defense does not do them many favors. If the defense can step it up, they would be a top 10 team. As I do hope they make the playoffs, because I think they can be a Cinderella story. I, I could, because I truly think they, they can make a run. Moving on to number 12. I think the first week this team's not been ranked number three. I have the Baltimore Ravens. I kinda, I definitely kept them at number three for a little bit too long because I thought they would bounce back. Obviously, they did not. They cannot throw the ball whatsoever and their rushing scheme is not as powerful with all the injuries. (laughs) With all the injuries. And then the losses through free agency that they had. Their defense does does continue to play well, but there's only so much a defense can do when you cannot throw the ball at all. So uh, yeah, I, I will talk about the uh, I will talk about the situation with the Steelers later today as well. At number eleven, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is down horrendous. They got shit on by the Rams. Oh, they didn't get shit on, but it kind of seemed like it when it did kind of seem like it when you were watching it. Tom Brady cannot throw the ball for more than 20 yards, no matter how many guys you put around him, put them against another great team, and they have a good chance to crumble. We've seen it multiple times now. Like it's when you put this team versus a great defense, it's probably not gonna be too good. Moving to the top 10. Opening that off is the Buffalo Bills at my number 10 position. Josh Allen is looking very good and they're and they are one Hail Mary away from being 8 and 2. This team is great at forcing turnovers. 
then the offense can score points through the will of Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. I, I do like this Bills team. I was a little too hard on them a few weeks ago. I will admit that. I was a little too hard on them. I do like this Bills team, team, but I'm going to have to see what they do going forward. At number nine, I have the Arizona Cardinals. Although they lost to a divisional rival, I see it as an off game. The offense will remain dynamic and the defense should remain, you know, pretty good. Like their defense is not special. It's it's like nothing insane, but you know, they're pretty good. They could use more help through the draft. At number eight, I have the Tennessee Titans. We saw an offense that was physically overpowering towards the end of that game versus the Ravens after slowly wearing a good defense down because I mean, Derrick Henry was getting stopped. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry was consistently getting like 2.5 yards a carry, but but it turns out they were just wearing him down. Then towards the end of that game, fourth quarter and overtime, Derrick Henry started to break loose for 10, 15, 20 yard runs and eventually led to the 29 yard touchdown, I believe it was. Yeah, you know, then also the Titans defense played well, but the offense showed up at the end. And that AJ Brown play where he play where he broke like three tackles and just drove Patrick Queen to the end zone is one of the best plays I've seen all season. At number seven, I have the Seattle Seahawks. They had a phenomenal game versus Arizona. When Russ does not turn the ball over, they will win. But but the but the defense on Thursday night football looked very good. On primetime TV, the Seahawks defense versus Kyler Murray, mad looked very good. That's incredible. If we can see more of that, this team would be top three, top four with so much ease. Hopefully the defense can continue from this game. Hopefully their little mini bye week can just, I mean, just I'm hoping this defense can keep it up because I like the Seattle team a lot. And I think Russ deserves one more Super Bowl run. I think he deserves that this season because he's on top of his game. At number six, I have the Green Bay Packers. They had a bad second half performance, but with Rodgers, they cannot be underestimated. I'm not panicking about this team one bit, but their rush defense definitely needs work, and they should have definitely drafted a wide receiver. That, 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 that just simply should have happened. Moving on to the top five. At number five, I have the Indianapolis Colts. The defense showed out during the second half versus the Packers. Then the offense with Phillip Rivers has scored 34 plus in three of the last four weeks. The only issue is that one week they did not. They had a dud game versus Baltimore, only scoring 10 points. The offense just needs to do enough with such a great defense. And I do think they can do that. And, well, they have done it consistently. They have done it three of the last four weeks. But when they play great defenses like Baltimore, who who knows? Who knows what this team can be? So I'm excited. I don't know the Colts schedule, but if they do play a great defense, I'm very excited to watch it. (laughs) 
moving on to number four, I have the Los Angeles Rams. Um, I could continue to show doubts about this team, but they have proven they are a great team in two, two huge games this year versus Seattle and versus Tampa. I think this team's first in the NFC West. I believe they are. They have one of the best secondaries in the league. And well, when you have Aaron Donald, you have one of the best D lines in the league by default because he may be the best player in football. There is two guys. And that's Patrick Mahomes, who we'll get to. And that is Aaron Donald. Those are the two best players in football. No doubt. I may have doubts about the offense, but I mean, they they do get it done. A very cool stat I saw is that Sean McVay is 32-0 when leading at halftime with the Rams. If this team can get hot to start the game, they will win. That is basically what that says. So... This defense deserves all the respect in the world, and their offense has weapons that I very much like, but their offensive line does need work, and Jared Goff recently has been doing pretty good, but but who knows when that may fall apart. But, but the Rams are number four for a reason. They are a great team. At number three, I have the New Orleans Saints. Fantastic coaching by Sean Payton to keep winning with their backup Swiss Army Knife under center. The defense is above average and the offense is top five without a doubt. And I do have very high hopes for Taysom Hill moving forward. They play Denver, Atlanta, and I believe Philadelphia. So, I mean, Taysom Hill, if they can get that playbook going... I really, I really want to watch a Saints game. I really want to watch them play Denver this weekend. I would love to see that. Moving on to number two, I would like to preface this because, because we all know that the top two teams are Chiefs Steelers, but I would like to preface this with, I wanted to put these two teams at tied for first. I really did, but that's just not how this works. So... I do have the Chiefs at number two. At number two, I do have the Kansas City Chiefs. They looked great on Sunday night, and Mahomes led them to a game-winning drive. This team continues to be great, and they have a massive game versus Tampa coming up this week. The offense remains the best in the league, and I do not think it is very close either. They have a phenomenal offense. They are light years ahead of everyone else. And they do have a pretty underrated defense, being 7th in scoring defense. And the reason I wanted to put them at number 1 so, so badly was because I feel as if they avenged their loss. They are a 9-1 team, and they avenged their loss. They looked really, really good, and and so did the Raiders, and they won! The, the, the Chiefs are a fantastic team. Um, I'm excited to see what happens this weekend because the Chiefs, I've, Patrick Mahomes is the MVP right now. I don't think it's close. The, the, the $500 million man may get another one. Now at number one, my official number one, I still have the Pittsburgh Steelers. They remain undefeated and hold the highest average scoring margin per game. Both sides of the ball look phenomenal, and you can credit a lot of these wins to dominating the turnover battle. That is what Pittsburgh thrives in. Pittsburgh, 
best defense in the NFL, first in sacks per game, first in takeaways per game. I don't know all the other numbers, but they're pretty good. But <laughs> like Pittsburgh looks great, great, great. I'm excited to see what happens on Sunday now versus Baltimore because say what you want about Baltimore, that will be a very close game and that will be a very hard fought game. Say what you want about Lamar Jackson. Say what you want about Baltimore. That will be a great football game. So yeah, I the yeah no the the Chiefs and the Steelers are obviously the two best teams in the NFL right now. And you can make a strong case for either one of them being number one. I just cannot bump the Steelers down after after having more turnovers than the other team had points. I simply could not do that. But the Chiefs did avenge their loss. So, yeah, both both of these teams, those are my two Super Bowl contenders right now. I hope you enjoyed this. I have to get to Newsline Thursday. It is 11.30 a.m. So, uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this, share it with your friends. If you did not, share it with your friends. Newsline Thursday will be coming in hopefully an hour. So, um, yeah, I hope you're ready for that. And I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving, by the way. Yes, that's a thing. So, uh, yeah, see you in an hour.